is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome to the SWBC Mortgage Bedroom again for another episode of your favorite podcast on DallasCowboys.com. It is hanging with the boys, Shannon Gross, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, Nate Newton. How we doing, fellas? Good man. Good, my friend. It's good. It's yeah. Monday, baby. How was uh? Let's go around the horn. How did we, how did we all how did we spend Easter? What did what did you guys do? What did you do, Kurt? Uh, you know, it wasn't a whole lot different to be honest. I mean, we had a nice dinner with the family here, um, but otherwise it was uh, a little bit more laid back and, and not quite the the, the uh, I guess celebration it normally is. Yeah. What about you, Nate? Oh uh, man, just uh, did the uh, church for a couple hours, you know, virtually uh, through this um, website, Zoom, and uh, got out. You know, uh, my wife needed to go to the store, so we got out and drove around just periodically, man. And then come back home, and you know, we got this um, these games that we play in the house. So, uh, man, yeah, it, it's pretty good, Shannon. Just um, trying to do what's right, man, and. See how long this, you know, maybe we can get some real numbers on how long this thing going going to last. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse, what what'd you do this weekend? <clears throat> Nothing, man. Just uh just relax, man, and uh cook some breakfast yesterday morning and we had uh church service uh via the web and then um leftover lasagna. So we just we just lay low, kicked it, man, and ain't do too much of nothing. How about you, Shannon? Just ate some good food, laid around the house, played some some board games, and uh, that's about it, man. Just you know, Groundhog Day. This is basically <laughs> if if any if anyone wants to know what training camp is like, yes, what you are doing <laughs> right now, day to day. This is training camp. You get up, you do the exact same thing. You're in the same place. You can't really leave. You don't know what day it is. You don't care what day it is because it doesn't matter what day it is. If it's Monday, <laughs> if it's Saturday, it really doesn't matter. So this is this is what about week two of training camp feels like. It's just you're basically rolling out of bed and just your body and your mind just take over because every day is exactly the same. So so yeah. So that's that's where we're at. Well, good to hear all you guys are good. Everybody's still healthy. Everybody's still doing good. Uh, Still yeah. strong, baby. Yeah. yeah. So far, so good. All right, good deal. Um, <laughs> Your energy's way up today, man. Mine? Yeah. Oh, am I? Am I? Am I a little too low? Yeah, you, you come on, man. We, it's Monday, no, I don't know people. What y'all, bro. I mean, listen, man. It's Monday. Yeah, people but, uh, need us. Do, people look to us. People come to us. We man, we we, we 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 got to get this energy up, man. We 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 are. Listen up, fella. Okay, let, let, let me take this thing up. We need some energy here this morning. 
People look to us as a way to get away from this craziness. They look at us and say, listen, man, I'm hanging with the boys for about an hour. I'm getting my mind off the craziness. I'm getting my mind off. Someone may have lost a job. Someone may be sick. Someone is looking to us for enjoyment, for happiness, for energy, for enthusiasm. So let's find it, fellas. Let's bring it this Monday morning, man. Let's give the people what they're used to. Let's bring it hanging with the boys style, man. Come on, let's go, man. We are blessed to be here. Uh, Just... Jesse, I, I, Jesse, you, you sound good, Jesse, but I, I don't know if it's just my my link or whatever. But you, we got every other word, so we got to be happy. What did what did what? <laughs> all you need, to, all you need to hear about is I mean, happy. We don't got, you know, we so, know you're pumped. happy. We know happy. you're pumped. We just you got half of what being pumped up yeah. is about. Just all you, you gotta know like, about hey, being ooh, pumped and being uh, happy. Uh, 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 Okay, something's going on with your mic, so we got to figure that yeah. out. So maybe yeah. we'll, we'll see what's going on. So Nate, you want to know if we're going to talk about anything football related, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I, you know, because I, I, I changed my mind on a whole lot of things. See, I hate oh. being at home because I go into deep thought because I changed my mind <laughs> on a whole lot of things, and okay, mainly this a, quarterback thing. Okay, why? Uh -oh. Let's go with that. Well, no, what I'm trying to say is. You know, I, I, I've been on a couple of shows. I've listened to people talk. And, and last week, for some reason, should we draft a quarterback, you know, in the later rounds? And, I'm, and, and I got to thinking. You know, I got to thinking. I guess part of Jesse got into me, the, 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 the voice of reason. Why do we need to be trying to sign a quarterback when we have no defense at all? That why would we waste a third, I mean a fourth, a fifth, or a sixth-round pick when we need to be going to the bottom of the barrel to get defensive players in and every way we can? So why should we worry about a quarterback? We got a guy we just tendered $2 million. We finna pay another guy $8,500 million. What in the world is we talking about trying to get another 50000 to somebody else? Get this to somebody that can, can get on, actually get on the field. Agree or disagree? I agree 100. percent I don't know why they'd spend a pick on a quarterback. You already got at all Prescott locked up, or you'll have him locked up, and then you've got you know you've got a young developmental guy. I mean, I, I would think if they brought in a backup quarterback, it'd be a veteran with a little more experience. I don't know why they'd spend a pick on a quarterback. Thank you. How do you feel yeah. about that, uh, Jesse? I'm, I always take things okay, with a grain of way, sir. I always take things with a grain of salt because, you know, we live in a day and time now where everybody can post a, a mock draft and everybody has an opportunity to say something and everybody can post their thoughts. And some people just to me, and I'm not trying to criticize or critique anyone seriously, but th there's some people that just should not be allowed to say certain things on certain matters. And I know people are trying to get clicks <laughs> and trying to get buzz and all that kind of stuff. But we, that's the thing. We, we live in this day and time where everyone has something to say. And because we have the Internet, everyone Everyone can post their mock drive and because we have you know uh, the zooms and the YouTube of the world everyone can get in front of a phone or a camera and say here's who they should drive here they should drive." even if it makes no sense it, it has a guy like Nate Newton in deep thought like wait what you know so sometimes I always take that kind of stuff with a grain of salt and I go I, I, you know I, I hear certain things and I go I'm not even paying that any attention because that makes no sense for what we're trying to do right now I agree I agree yeah any any other season, like I've always wondered why they don't just take a flyer on a quarterback, and you know, it's been like a, a fifth or sixth round pick on a guy that just that that may work out. Odds are they don't ever work out, but 
you know, neither do a lot of the fifth or sixth round picks. So every other year I'm like, I would just take a flyer every year, kind of like what the Patriots do. Just try to hit on a guy. Maybe you get a guy. Maybe, you know, odds are you're not. But this year I'm with you guys. I think you need so much help and so much depth that I don't think you can waste a pick if, if you don't think a guy has a chance at all to get on the field. And there's no way you're letting a guy get on the field after you pay Dak this kind of money. So I'm, yeah. with, I'm with you guys. There's no way in hell I'd, I'd draft a quarterback this year. And see, this is what uh, that Green Bay has always – you know, Green Bay, uh, New England, teams such as that has always drafted quarterbacks. But understand me, and I'm not saying that we not didn't have that here, but Mike McCarthy has always had – a certain time of the year where he would take two and a half months and he would just focus on his quarterbacks and their development. And they would come into a, a, a camp of some form, working through his direction with other people and build these guys up. Have you ever heard of us, and when Coach Garrett was here, of having that type of deal go on? No, nah, they, so they were too busy at Duke you, games. They were too busy having beers at Duke games. They were too busy <laughs> up up in, in Tennessee. They were too busy, you know, at the Kentucky Derby and doing other things of that nature instead of being, uh, you know, out there doing some real football stuff. They were, they, were, they, were, they were sharing Bud Lights at Duke games. Dang, look at you throwing the fire out here. I'm just hey, saying. Hey, he, he, tried to break, <laughs> he tried to break some energy, ain't he? I guess so. Wow. <laughs> But Y'all can stop me. We'll stop. We'll, we'll stop. When you have a history, stop me when I'm telling a lie. Stop me when I'm telling a lie. When you have a history like New England has of developing quarterbacks, when you've had a history like uh, Green Bay has of developing quarterbacks, that means that you have to do something extra. And you, you know, like like I tell people, I know in certain teams and positions, like. I know we're about Pittsburgh and wide receivers. If anybody in this uh, find a wide receiver in this draft, it's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've never worried about that. I've never worried about a 3-4 defensive end. If anybody can find them, the Pittsburgh Steelers can. So it's certain teams that's linked to certain positions, that, but they spend that extra time or they have that person within their program or their organization that say, this is what a 3-4 defensive end look like or this is what – a wide receiver look like. Uh, this is a little knack I have for quarterbacks. You, you understand what I'm trying to say here? Mm-hmm. Cowboys got that? Is there any position they've been good at? Uh, I'm going to let Jess uh, answer that since he's been watching them close enough to go to the Duke games. <laughs> 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 I, I think this, is, this has See, been the biggest problem that the Cowboys have had in the last – I'll just say under the Jason Garrett era – the biggest issue is guys outside of the first, second round. And those guys, you don't need much maturing or developing a guy who's a first or second round pick, right? They, they come in with enough highly talented skills. That's why they were drafted that high. The biggest problem with the Cowboys is they have not been able to bring in guys. There's guys here and there, but just overall bringing guys in that third, fourth, fifth, sixth round and actually develop those guys into players. So that way now... I can have a guy who has a significant role on my team, like a Dak Prescott, for example, who is making $600,000 a year. If you get enough of those guys in your rotation, splashed in with a couple of those first and second round picks, now you have a good balance of salary and players. Instead of having all your players be at the high end of your salary cap, and then you're trying to have these guys who are down here really just pan out. 
if you can bring it up where these guys now who are making $600,000, $800,000 are in the mix with those guys and and, and giving you significant um, uh, productivity on the field are in the mix with some of those high level guys. That's how you formulate and build teams. If every year you're having to go into the draft and find new players and every year you have to go in the fringe and find new players because you can't develop them in your own system, then that's going to always leave you on the bad end of the stick because it's going to cost you so much money and you won't be able to keep that nucleus together and build over time because your salary cap number will be so high because you have to pay all these high profile players to come in and try to win right now. That has been the knock against Jason Garrett and his coaching staff over the last 10 years is they have not been able to draft guys in those lower rounds, those fourth, fifth, sixth rounds, and enough of those guys. They have a player here and there, but having enough of those guys being drafted, brought in, developed over time, and now that's how you keep your, so to speak, your farm system healthy and full is that you're able to bring guys in at a very low cost and develop them into players that are able to help you on Sunday in significant moments. I think the Cowboys wanna, right now wanna, have, have about seven guys who have been drafted on day three. There's about seven guys on their roster right now drafted on day three. Tony Pollard, Dorrance Armstrong, Dalton Schultz, Xavier Woods, Noah Brown, Dak Prescott, and Anthony Brown. So you've got three starters out of that group, Xavier Woods, Prescott, and Anthony Brown. I mean, is that – Which one? And only, <clears throat> and only one of them you just excited about? What, yeah. What Jesse's saying is by the time you get to that third or fourth year with these guys – you highly excited about what they do. Now, I'm not saying they're a great part of the team, but you excited like, you know, like like a special teams guy. You're like, man, we can't get rid of this guy. This this guy is, is it. We brought him through our system. Anthony Brown, uh, his first year was great. His second year was kind of shaky. His third year was he got hurt. So it, it's it, – you you want to be excited, not not so much that they are great players, because you had to develop these guys. But what they do, you're excited about. Yeah. You and know, what is, I mean? it, is it fellas, the guys that is it the guys fellas, that are drafting, hey Kurt, or is it hey, the hey, development? Hey Kurt, hang on real quick, because one of my favorite parts of this show is I love to hear y'all's opinions and I love to hear what you guys are saying, and I can't hear anything that Jesse's saying. So we are going to take a quick break, a little early try to fix his microphone technical issues because I want to hear what he has to say about this. So what what we're going to do is take this quick break because Jesse, I'm going to bring up something after this and I'm going to talk about social distancing and some things that happened over the weekend as well. <laughs> so we're going to take a break. I want to hear what Jesse has to say. I want to hear what Nate has to say. And I definitely want to hear what Kurt has to say because he's actually talking today. <laughs> on Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back after this commercial break. The Cowboys Way, where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? 
They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor! Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Go to Wingstop.com now to get that undeniable deliciousness delivered right to your door. Your choice of 11 mouth-watering flavors like zesty lemon pepper, mango habanero, or spicy Korean Q. All available in boneless or classic Wingstop where flavor gets its wings. Welcome back to the SWBC Mortgage Bedroom. Here in Frisco, Texas, my new home. I actually like it up here in Frisco, man. It's this is this is a solid, this is a solid location. I'm, I'm getting used to. You haven't been out at all, have you? Suburb life. I've been Not out like you've for hit like the bars or anything. No, I've been out like for runs and walk around the neighborhood and you know driving to the grocery every once in a while. So I've I've been around. Hey so. Jesse, Kurt, Jesse, Kurt, y'all there? Yeah, we here. Jesse, you there? I'm here. I don't believe we let him get get through that commercial, and we haven't we haven't tasted any of the flavor of where it oh. where, where, where it gets the flavor from. I, I don't believe y'all let this he dude made, get through that. He made promises, didn't he? Yeah, we stop his with flavor go where out the door. Or where does it go? You know what? I am just going to quit telling you guys. Here's the way it works. Here's the way it works. Sponsorship will reach out to me, and they will have a great idea, and they'll say, "What do you think about this?" And I'll be like, "Oh, the fellas will love it." Yeah, let me make sure they're on board. And then I tell you guys, and you guys are like, "Oh, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's do it." And then sponsorship will come back and be like. Yeah, well, we, did something happened. We're not able to get that done. This happened over here and we can't get that done. So I'm just going to quit telling you guys, anytime any of this comes up, I'm just going to wait and let you because be I, I got your addresses now, so I can just surprise you with all kind of stuff. Let me say this right here. I got an email from a person that was going to bring in something, and then they, then they was cut off like, oh, no, Shannon got something going. Oh. So I can't. So I'm like, I got that I don't same get any, email. any of this other product because Shannon got something. I'm not letting you make it, Shannon. I am not, not letting you it make is it. Not, it's not on me. It's not my fault. It's extenuating circumstances out of my control. Adapt and overcome, my brother. <laughs> and me, me and Jesse and Kurt have, okay? <laughs> okay. I'll do better. I will do better. <sighs> All right. So let's pick up where we left off, Kurt. What 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 was your point drafting? Well, 
we were talking about day three and and the the number of players on the roster and that sort of thing. Is it are they choosing the wrong guys or are they not developing the guys? I, I think I think I think it's a little bit of both. And what I mean by that, and I'll let Jesse take this, is you got I think you're getting the right guys, but the culture. The culture. Somewhere in there, the culture, you, you hungry the first year. We see all this greatness in the first year, and we expect, we at least expect that the next year, what you gave us at least from the year before, and all of a sudden you drop off of a, a cliff. That's the culture of I've arrived, and guys should not feel that way. At least, at least I never felt that way as a, as a, a, a free agent to my eighth, ninth year, you know. I think you didn't feel I, that way to your eighth or ninth year. Yeah, man, because they kept it was it's about competition. They always brought in guys. They always was drafting a lineman here, a lineman there. And the first guy they come up, yeah, man, let's replace the fat guy over there, right guard, or let's replace, <laughs> replace the fat guy, left guard. I'm like, wow, every year they've been coming at me, brother. And then when Jimmy got here, that's when I really um and Jimmy, when Jimmy Johnson got here and Charles Haley got here, that's when I really took off as an athlete and as a person. What was it like for you, Jesse, coming in? I mean, it had been a few years since the team had done much in the playoffs. Did you get a sense of entitlement from the from the team? Um, a sense of entitlement, yes. And I think this is just a part of the brand. When you're a Dallas Cowboy, everyone's a star. Like, literally, everyone's a star. I came in as a guy who came off a reality TV show, and people wanted me to come on radio shows and do autograph signings and do TV stuff. I mean, and, and that's the biggest part of it is that everyone has this brand. Everyone feels as if they're actually bigger than, I had done nothing. I had done nothing but win a reality TV show and people wanted me a part of their stuff. People wanted me there. I think the biggest thing with this Cowboys team and for a long time, they've been one of the youngest teams in the National Football League and with youth, there comes a lack of experience, there comes a lack of accountability. I think when you see the really good teams, there's this good mixture of veteran guys, older guys who have accomplished some things in life and in the game that are able to show these younger guys. And I think that goes back to where, to kind of where Nate was at was, they had a bunch of guys in their team where they were talented, they were veteran, good mix of young and old, but those guys who were the, the veteran guys, your, your Michael Irvins of the world, your, your Emmitt Smith, your Troy's, they kept guys accountable, right? Because they understood that it was greater than just the individual. Yes, you will have your individualist success, but if we all came to the table and do what we had to do, that we will all equally get, you know, as my coach would say in college, it's not about, you know, every, everyone won't get the uh, 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 reward. I mean, everyone will get a award, but everyone will get the reward. So it's, it's kind of knowing where you stand and how can we all get the, 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 uh, the reward from all of our hard work. That's kind of having that young mix with a lot of guys in there. Because you think about it, the veterans of your team, um, you, you know, you're, you're, maybe your tyrants of that nature, those guys are in their eighth, ninth year. But Zeke's in his fourth year. Uh, uh, Dax in his fourth year. Jalen, second year, third year kind of guy. You know, a lot of the guys who are the, the, the key guys on this team are still young individuals and still tr tr still trying to figure out how to, to to go about this leadership thing, and none of them have really accomplished anything in the field of football. You know, in life, yes, but just talking about on field, none of them have been anywhere of any substantial success to even know what it takes 
to get like no one on this team know what it takes to get to an NFC championship game. No one on this team of significance know what it means to get to a, a Super Bowl because none of them have done it. So how can these guys, you know, to go out there and, and, and to say, oh, I know what it takes to get to Super Bowl when none of them have done it. That's why it takes coaches like a Mike McCarthy and his staff to come in and say, hey, we've been to the promised land. And we need to get you guys to understand what the new culture is going to be and how we're going to get there because no one on this team personally knows what it means to get there. Yeah, I talked to I talked to Demarcus Ware uh, last week. Did a little interview with him on uh, on a uh, little video conference call and talked about a little bit about the the 2017 that he was on and like they had the talent. Like that was one of the most talented teams, you know, in recent history and asked him what the difference was when you have all the talent and you go to somewhere like Denver that wasn't quite as talented, but they were able to, to, to go win a Super Bowl. He told me just what you guys said, the culture. And he said they built that team. That team was built in the offseason. That championship was made in the offseason. It wasn't during the season when you're playing and on, your, on the field. He said it was all the things they did as a team together before the season – with their their families and you know they bring their wives to the to the to the building because they were like we're going to do the work in the off season we're going to be here late and we're not going to be home so we're going to bring the families up here to have dinner and then we're going to go back to work and he said they built that whole thing leading up to the season is where they won that championship because now you because now you're f- being on yeah the championship team like that go uh, well, go ahead on Jess no go ahead Nate. Well, see, all of that play, all of that plays a part. But what I admired about Coach Johnson, what I admired about Charles Haley, uh, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, Tony Toe, what I admired about these guys, starting with our coaching staff is, when it came to working, they had a no-nonsense attitude. From the strength coach to the head coach. And when it came to having fun, they, they had the most fun. It's about putting your priorities in the right place, man, and understanding that this window of opportunity is, is, is not decided by the fans or by the media. This window of opportunity is decided by you as a team. Do you look at your team and say, hey, we have the players. We have the talent. Now we're going to put ourselves in position. We ain't talking about the coaches yet. We're talking about the players. Charles mm-hmm. Haley came in and just changed the way we thought about things. Michael Irvin was always that way. Uh, uh, Troy Aikman was always that way. But then when you got a head coach that, you know, as the season went on, we got more and more focused. I mean, uh, it's a grind through those 16 games. But when the playoffs came, I remember Coach Johnson came. When our first playoff, when we had a real shot to make something happen, he told us, he said, man, we got three games here. He said, I don't care who you are. He looked at me and said, Big Newton, you weigh 350 plus pounds. We can flip you upside down bottom and you can hang by your kahunas for three weeks. <laughs> we need total focus. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. You know, he didn't say it as nice as I'm saying it. And I'm like, I'll leave coach. I won't have a kid after that. But anyway, I understood what he was saying. <laughs> As the season go on, 
you had those mixtures of veteran and, and coaches. Like, it, it, it's no time to lighten up now because what you're trying to do is to get a player to see that this is your window. Today is your window. What are you doing today so tomorrow can take care of itself? And that's what DeMarcus Lawrence was talking about. We took care of business every day so the next day could be better. And so, but it takes a special group of guys to have that special time. It may not work for but one year, but they had that one year where it clicked. You think any of these yes, guys they brought in can add some of that? McCoy, Poe, those types? To a certain extent, you, you – this this is going to be a difficult year for teams to do what they got to do because mm-hmm. you got to juggle working out in a safe environment. You know, a lot of guys don't have a home gym. So if I'm Mr. Jones I'm uh, in this group here, I'm finding a way for the city of uh, Frisco and whoever, doctors, whoever, uh, way to cleanse my area, way to kind of isolate my area so I can get guys going. Because everybody ain't gonna condition the same way, you know. Everybody, somebody, some people need structure. <laughs> I like Nate Newton. See, Jesse right. didn't need structure, but some guys need structure. You know what I'm saying? So no, what, you're. Uh, you know, you talk about working out and getting together. Now, you know, our quarterback's taking a lot of heat for doing that. You think that's being overblown a little bit, or is he just uh, he no, a no, it's not. What's going on? What I think is. You got to get in kind of a quarantine type area. You know, uh, what I'm saying is, is players got to be checked. You know, you, you got to bite the bullet financially as an as a ownership group. Make sure your players are checked and make sure they're, they, they understand, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to pay for this. So you come to us and you go home. You come to us and you go home. You get what I'm saying? You, you have to be disciplined. Yeah, but in, in but but Nate, but 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 here's like, here's like my Shannon here's, asked us at the beginning of the show. Here, here's my go ahead thing. on Jesse. Go ahead here's on. my thing. Here's my thing. And I and I, I'm not what you're yeah. saying was 100 percent right. But there's a simple fix to all of this. There's a simple fix to all of this. And I'm not saying that you should go out and break the rules. But there's a simple fix to all of this. You, t- t- go Derek Jeter style. Okay, Derek Jeter played. 20 years in the Big Apple. Derek Jeter had legendary parties. Derek Jeter had all of the most famous women that you could ever think about. His lineup is phenomenal. You never heard one story about Derek Jeter. There was never any cell phone footage. There was never any pictures taken. That's all you got to do. Like whoever you are, Tell the people, no cameras in here today. But see, everybody wants to be a part of this social media thing. I got to put my work out there. I got to put my work out there. They got to see that I'm doing this. They got to see that I'm doing that. No, they don't. No, they don't. Nobody has to see what you're doing. All you got to do is go in there and work and go home. But but everybody want to be big. And I got to get my likes up. I got to get my my views up. I got to get my retweets up. I got to get all this stuff. None of this stuff would happen if all they did was come in there. And whoever's working out, Dak, Dez, Zeke, whoever said, hey, fellas, listen, we've come in here for an hour to get some work in. No cameras. If we're going to record it for our our own purposes to, to look at and view later on our own, cool. No social media, no Instagram, no Twitter, because that's all that's all you gotta do. That's all you have to do. I I, I was telling you guys in the break, I, I get a chance every year, and I'm so thankful for this. Brian Wansley brings me in, I get a chance to talk to the rookies every single year. 
and I talk from a media slash yeah, player perspective. You know, uh, and I, I ask this one question to every single one of the players. No matter and I say, what you do. But Jesse, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. No matter what you do, it still comes down to the player and the, and the individuals that they're with. And I agree 100%. If Dak don't want that out there, don't put it out there. You know. But it's, you, it's you, not you, in that you, position. You, it's not him yeah, putting yeah. it out there. It's someone else putting see, it out there, but he needs to come in and say, hey, no cameras. But that's, that's what I'm trying to say. If, see, evidently Dak don't care. So uh, now maybe the, you know, maybe a coach said, hey, Dak, great, you're working out. But, you know, don't put that out there. But, but once again, I'm talking about as a team. What you have to do is, uh, Mr. Jones, the, the, the government body, the governing body of Frisco, which in turn, uh, whichever county they're in, have to get with these people and say, okay, how can we safely get these players worked out? But the players have to be disciplined because you want to, you don't want to bring nothing to nobody, and you don't want to take nothing out to somebody. So uh, it's not going like the baseball thing where you try to bubble up thirty teams, but you have your individual players and your trainers and your coaches and, and you and you work out and you leave there you go home you come from home it's, you, you stay in the lockdown mode that you're in but you make sure everybody's clear and uh that that's something that uh that's the only way you can do this thing if you're going to get a jump on the rest of the league if you're going to try especially guys that with a new coach a first year coach if you want to jump, you got to start putting things because that virtual putting stuff in. I can look at a playbook all day, but I'm one of them players that needed to get on the field and actually do it. I'm a visual guy. I'm a doing guy. So uh, I'll be way behind because they'd be like, hey, we got this new play. And I'd be like, uh, what do we do? You know, so. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt did, it, did it bother you, the uh, the video that came out over the weekend of, of Dak Kevin, I guess, is birthday party or Easter party or whatever that was on TV yeah, people in his house I don't I don't know I mean I, I I'm not gonna tell him not to do it I, I just he's he's young he's healthy he's probably a, a pretty low risk category but it, it just it looks bad you know that's the thing yeah. and, and he's already in a position where he's you know in the contract situation and the franchise and this and that going on you got this happening it just it's another one of those things that just you know, kind of builds up that people kind of look at him fans and say, you know, is this the guy we really want running our team? And so it's, it's just, it's, it's probably in the end, it's no harm, no foul, but for right now, it's just, it's just a bad look to me. So yeah. I think, you know, with Dez, Dez has a different, he has a different motivation. He's trying to get his, he wants people to see he's working out. So that may be a situation where Dez or Dak's got to say, hey, I'm not going to throw you the ball if you're going to put it out there. But I don't know. It's it just Dak's just got to be a little smarter, I think, because you know he's he's the most popular position in the NFL, quarterback for the Cowboys. He's he's got different rules, unfortunately for him, but he's got yeah. he's got a different playing field. And look, Dak is yeah. from everything I know and everything I've been around. Dak is a good dude, but all the things that in throughout his career, even in college, all the stuff that's wound up on social media of him with 
cell phone footage and pictures and all that and you know with him and Zeke since they've been on the team together I guess the part that I don't understand is kind of like what Jesse said okay we're gonna have a get-together we're gonna have 15 20 30 people whatever put your cell phone there's a box at the front door Put your Thank cell phone you. in the box. <laughs> no videos, no nothing. If you want to come in, like I don't. Everything he's been through, like you would think he would be like this could be, this could be construed as a bad thing if this gets out that I'm having people over when there's a, a no congregating order. Why not just shut it down? And that's the thing that I have is, it's almost like what y'all said. He. he doesn't care so I, that's the part i didn't get i would have just been like put your cell phone and if you want to come in it goes in the box if i see one out you're out you're out of the house so i don't think he i don't think he do, i don't, I don't think know, that I, is that he I, doesn't I, care I, I, I think i think the thing I, with dak is he, he he is i think he's i think he's too kind i do i think he's young i think he's too kind i, I think a part of him still thinks like uh, a fourth round pick i think a part of him still thinks like Hey, I'm just one of the guys. I think a part of him still feels like I'm just one of the boys. And he has to realize, no, I'm the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Like that has to be a realistic thought that goes through his head every single time. Every single time I wake up, someone's watching, someone's filming, someone's critiquing. I am the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. That, that you, You're not just one of the boys anymore. You ain't hanging with the boys no more. You're Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. So when you have people in your home, you have to have the mentality of, man, someone in here could be recording me or filming me. When I go to the store, Everything that I do is, is is going to be magnified times 10. I'm not just a fourth round guy standing behind Kellen Moore and Tony Romo anymore. I'm the guy under center. I'm, I'm, I'm the head honcho in this piece right now. And I have to understand that. I think sometimes he, he kind of reverts back to I'm just one of the homies. I'm just a fourth round pick. I'm just one of the guys like the rest of y'all. Nah, bro. You are Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. You have to always, you have to act like Derek Jeter. You have to carry yourself Derek Jeter-esque when you're having gatherings and being around people. Like that has to be a way, a mentality of every single thing that you do. And those folks that can't get with that, they should be cut off and shouldn't be around. The advantage of being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback is what you say go. The disadvantage of being a Dallas Cowboy quarter, a quarterback is when you do wrong, it's all a go. And so, man, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you, the, the man picked a cup up on the sideline and threw it in the trash, and it became like this national story. That <laughs> he picked a cup up off the ground on the sideline. It's like, okay, what? what? And see, that, that, that is what I tell people is, uh, you you know let me let me get up and move. My wife trying out. My wife trying out. Shout <laughs> Sorry, fellas. I gotta move through the house. <laughs> you just put your wife on the air here. <laughs> yeah, man. She talking about some some. Her job is insurance and all this foolishness. So let me get. get in the move, I tell man. you what. Why tour why Nate, Nate's house here? While Nate relocates, let's take our last break, and when we come back, we got a little bit, a little thing called the draft that's going to happen here in about a little bit over two weeks. Uh, we haven't really talked a whole lot about it. I want to get y'all's thoughts on. We've talked about where that we think they need to go. Um, let's get into 
how this is going to go down and what's going to happen and all that good stuff when we come back for the final segment of Hanging with the Boys. Planning your next family vacation? Make it Dreams Playa Mujeres Golf Resort and Spa. Enjoy the perks of unlimited luxury at this all-sweet beachfront haven where gourmet meals, premium drinks, and activities are all included. Only 10 minutes from downtown Cancun, Dreams is situated on a private white sand beach. Soak in the views from the infinity pool, pamper yourself at our spa, or enjoy family time at the Lazy River and Water Park. Book your stay today at Dreams Playa Mujeres by visiting dreamsresorts.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! The Cowboys Way, where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too much? Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score, September 2019. Back to Hanging with the Boys. So y'all know we're celebrating the Cowboys' 60th birthday for the 60th season, and we don't have to stop the party just because we're all virtual. We know y'all have birthdays to celebrate, too, and our partners at Main Event are going to help. They have a new platform called Birthday With Me to celebrate at home on Instagram each day at 2 p.m. They've got cakes, candles. They sing happy birthday, everything you need to celebrate a birthday. So follow Main Event on Instagram and tune into their live story at 2 p.m. Central Time every day to celebrate with others. That is one of our sponsors, and that's what you call a sponsor plug. And Kurt, you have a sponsor <laughs> plug as well, don't I have you? A sponsor. Yes, I do. Get your draft guide. Get ready for the draft with our Dallas Cowboys official 2020 draft guide. It'll give you all the information you need to know, plus a little bit of Cowboys history tying in with our 60th season. Go to dallascowboys.com slash star. Um, you can get one on digitally, or you can find out. It's now available in some regional stores. You can find out what stores it's at. Go to dallascowboys.com slash star. And what all is Thanks, in sir? this magazine? This is a virtual magazine, correct? Well, we do have limited print copies in some of our regional stores. It's mainly digital. Um, just because of everything that's going on, we're having mm-hmm. a little trouble shipping some things out. But it's got some historical stuff, uh, you know, kind of the trade, some of the big draft day trades that Tom Landry and, and uh, Gil Brandt, Tex Schramm, pulled off back in the day. It's got our mock drafts, David Helman's mock drafts. It's got our picks for the all seven rounds. 
and it's got breakdowns of each position, what the Cowboys have, what they need, and some of the, the uh, college pro- prospects that might be available. So it's, it's pretty well. If you want your uh, draft coverage done the Cowboys way, this is the way to go. This is the way to go. Is that a good go. plug? That's a wow, great plug. Wow, so I Kurt. I thought you did a great so job. Kurt, <laughs> you did a great job. So are you going to promise us things out of the draft thing like Shannon does? <laughs> No, I'm not making any promise to you about that. Okay. Right. Sorry. Right. Right. Okay, I just wanted to. Sorry. You sorry. Speak, speaking hey, of Shannon, drag, how's your mother? Shannon, how's your mother? She's good. She's good. There was a, uh, a lot of people uh, reached out to me over the weekend yesterday. There was a, a tornado that touched down in, in Monroe, Louisiana, my hometown, Whoa. about 10 miles Whoa. from uh, mom's house. It destroyed a bunch of airplanes at the airport, and um, it was it was pretty bad deal but it was it was far enough away from her that she it didn't affect her so she's doing fine but she's doing good she call i talk to her at least once a day now uh she calls me or i call her and we chat and see what's going on everybody's everybody's healthy and doing good so just riding it out waiting until this this stuff's over so she can start getting ready to move to texas so and be our live in studio guest every Friday during the season. So there we go. <laughs> right. Speaking of the draft, Kurt, yes, we're all trying to fig- figure out what we're doing with this draft since we're all social distancing and it sounds like the NFL is going to hold a, a, the draft kind of virtually and everybody's trying to figure that out with you know the different technologies. And if you're, you've been following our social channels, you've been seeing Mr. Jones and the coaching staff and Will McClay and Steven and all those guys – conduct these, uh, I guess what normally would be the 30 visits where the players come in and talk to the, the coaching staff and the ownership. Um, they've been doing all that virtually through, you know, web interviews. Um, and then the draft itself obviously was going to be in Vegas and with everything that's going on, um, it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out because it's, I think every team's trying to figure out how to give more access than ever before just to keep people interested and keep them engaged um, because you don't have the big event like the draft. So we're trying to figure out some things on our end of how we can, um, on DallasCowboys.com, we're going to have a virtual draft show hosted by two pretty high-profile people. I don't know if we're allowed to say who they are yet. I think everything's still in the works. But it's if we pull this off, it's going to be really cool. There will be call-ins from, uh, from players and, and possibly fans and – you know, uh, it, it's going to be really cool. We're still working out all the logistics, but it's going to be really neat. It's going to be really neat to see how the NFL and all the other teams um, kind of pull it together virtually as well. And how do you handle, are you able to bring players into the facility like you used to? Can you not? I would imagine the way things are now, that, that's probably still up in the air. So um, one thing that won't change is the draft itself and, and kind of, you know, the rounds and all that stuff. I think there's been some talk of them possibly giving more time on the clock just because of uh, logistics. But what do you guys – we hadn't talked a lot about the draft. What do you guys – obviously we all think they need to go defense. Have your opinions changed? Um, everybody still thinking they need to go defense? Anybody zeroed in on a particular guy that they like or that they hope is there uh, when the Cowboys are on the clock? I don't know if they'll – I mean, I think they should go defense, but you're starting to see more and more that, that might not be the case. I think uh, Peter King had it in his column that the Cowboys really liked that center from Michigan. Um, 
Riaz, I think his name is, and he he was talking about the team trading down and, and getting a center to to immediately place Frederick. So you hear other talk about. I think uh, Morning News had a columnist this weekend that said, "Hey, they may they may take a receiver with that first pick." So I don't know. I wish they'd go defense, but I don't know if they're going to now. I don't, who knows? What do you think? Uh, you know. I think it's still defense for me. It's still defense for me. Um, give me, I just give me an athlete on the back end. That that's 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 one of my. If you can give me a guy on the back end, because I, I just feel the way the NFL is going, this is going to be a pass happy league. You know, throwing the ball 30, 40 times a game is not going to be an outlier anymore. It's going to be the way of business uh, going forward in this league. And I just think if you can give me one of those athletes on the back end, whether it's McKinney or Del Pitt or, or you know, uh, what is it, uh, EJ Henderson. Um, one of those guys on the back end, safety or cornerback, that's going to be able to go out there, cover guys outside, cover some guys inside, because all the tight ends now are starting to look like, you know, receivers. They're, they're, they're six foot three, six foot four, six foot five, and they're 240 pounds and they can run. And the receivers, you know, those guys are getting, look at the draft. I mean, everyone's running four fours and four threes and four, and, you know, low four fives. Everybody can run nowadays. So, so you know, I, I need guys who I'm going to put on the field defensively that's going to be able to keep up with those guys offensively because the days of two tight ends and a fullback and all that, th- those days are, are out the door. You're going to see three, four wide receiver sets, vertical routes, deep overs, you know, double moves. Guys are dropping back now five, seven-step drops or in the shotgun, which is a, basically a five or seven-step drop just to start off with uh, and letting routes develop sure. down the field. So I just want athletes on the back end that's going to be able uh, to cover those guys. Hey, Jesse, do you think that these teams nowadays, you know, so for so long we've heard they should be, be building from the front end back and really load up your defensive line. But you're seeing some teams now, I think Miami maybe, uh, Baltimore, where they're, they're loading up on the back end in the secondary. Do you think that's the way to go now that, that, that you know, even we, quarterbacks we are getting that within three seconds, one second. You know, it's so quick now. They need to be focusing more on the back end now. We talk about it a lot, and we talk about it as far as from the New England Patriots perspective. Look who New England plays. Miami's doing Brian Flores, who comes from the Bill Belichick tree. He's doing a lot of what he saw done in New England. They pay the back end, guys. They they, they find safeties and cornerbacks because they figure if I got guys that can cover in the back end, I can scheme up twists and stunts and maybe bring an extra guy in to hold guys up front. I'm not really worried about being gashed so much so, you know, in the running game, but in the passing game, if I can shut guys down in man-to-man coverage or I can shut guys down in, in some sort of coverage where I don't have to commit a bunch of guys into coverage, then I can do a lot up front with six or seven guys. I, I can bring guys from weird angles. I can have guys, you know, drop and, and, and twist and do all types of funky stuff up front. So I, I do think the way the league is going because the running back is kind of being pushed a little bit out of the league and is more so bringing in the shotgun quarterback, throwing the ball 40 times a game, three, four, five receiver sets. So you're going to need guys in the back end that's going to be able to cover for uh, for a large majority of the game. So building from the back end up, I don't, I don't see that being a problem. I just see it as 
you know, adapting to what the game is going to be. And if we're looking at teams that have done it the best, look at the Patriots. Look at the guys who have gotten checks in New England. Those guys always somehow, some way, wear 20 numbers when it comes to defense. Those other guys, they let go. They let Pro Bowl guys go. They, they, they bring guys in, the Collins of the world, the Van Noys of the world. They say, bye-bye. We'll, we'll, we'll bring in another guy next year that's going to give us maximum effort, and we're going to play him in a position that's going to be su successful for him. The back guys, the back end guys for the Patriots are the guys that get the checks. What do you think, Nate, being a big man up front? I think they should uh -oh. be focusing a little more on the back end. You know what? You know, like I've told guys over the last three weeks, man, it's a kid out of Florida. I can't think his name. I think his last name is Henderson. And Yeah, Henderson. You better go out and get those – wasting a pick on a quarterback, it, it, when you can say it, from the fourth round – to the seventh round. And if you got any compensatory picks, make them all cornerbacks. You got to go ravage this draft for everything you can on the back end. Hybrid safeties. You know, Clemson got a kid that's a linebacker that's a hybrid, can be a hybrid safety. I know we can't get him. I understand that right there. But anything that's a safety or corner, got any type coverage skills, you got to go ravage this draft and, and get it. There's no way in the world that you, you, you go out and get a you go out and get a receiver. I'm not saying that we can't control the ball 35 minutes a game and that we ain't gonna score 40 points. I, I'm I'm down with that. I'm down with that. But somewhere on defense, you're gonna have to make a stop if you're gonna go all the way. Somewhere on defense, you're gonna have to make a stop. You gotta have, have some corners that can take away that initial move. To get them defensive linemen a chance to get there and vice versa, uh, we we have to we have to go at this draft man in a logical way. Uh, and I'm not saying after the first two picks that if uh, if we got some guys that are equal, that we don't go get an offensive guy. But right now we have Looney at, at, at the center position. We have to deal with that. We have to pray that the McGovern kid can stay healthy. We have to go another year with our left guard. Let's hey, let's do that, man. Because you you cannot keep uh, uh, plugging holes with the defensive guy. For the last two or three years, besides the one or two guys that we had, uh, we let one go to Miami, a defensive back. We got D. Law didn't play up to standards last year. You know who was it was basically coming off an injury. Other than that, who do we have? Our two uh, linebackers were non-existent last year. So we don't have any playmakers. We don't have anybody on defense that we can say, hey, we can depend on this guy. And, and we're going to just ignore it in the draft? No way. No way. Can they do enough in, do the, in the draft to make a difference? They got to try. They got to get have all our effort. And if, it ain't, if it's nobody there when you pick, I understand. And if it's nobody there. But we don't need to see during the year, like, wow, we had a chance to pick this guy. Wow, really? This guy? Wow, that's been our that's been our mantra the last two or three years. Wow, this dude can really play. Why didn't we? Wow, that dude can really play. You know, that that's why we have a new coaching staff that's giving a new direction to our player personnel that that know the players that they want. We should be a better. We should be a better team. Now, I don't know if it'll, tra it, 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 it'll transfer to the field this year because you do have a new coaching staff with a new system, especially defensively. So we don't know how this thing will play out if we play football this year. 
What do you Ooh, think, don't Kurt? say that now. What's that? What do you think? Well, I agree. I think this should be going defense. Um, you know, it, it, I'm talking about building from the back forward. Do you think you should spend oh, more resources yeah. on the back end or, or the front end on defense? Yeah, you know, I kind of tend to agree with Jesse that, you know, this day and age, um, you know, it's such a passing game. Quarterbacks can get it out so quick. You know, you can do some things on the front line to, to mix things up. I, you know, finding a grade-A corner that can shut somebody down, to me these days, is maybe the most important thing on the field. Um, whether the Cowboys do that, I don't know. I just I hope they take the best player, best defensive player available, though, with that 17th pick. If, if it's there. If he's there. If a guy is at 16, okay, we got to give up a fifth. Uh, we got to give up a fourth and all the, the fifth, sixth, and seventh. Give it up. Get a player. Like Jesse said, get an athletic player that can, not, that can be an athlete that can make plays. If you don't do that, we're going we're gonna to be in the same position. We're going to be like, what, well, what happened? Well, what happened what is if, this guy was right there and we didn't take him. <laughs> what if the best player available is one of those wide receivers? Now that's well, the only thing. You know what, fellas? We if, stuck. If, if, if Jerry <laughs> Judy, if Jerry Judy, we stuck. If Jerry Judy I'm, I'm is you, available, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. The worst thing, in, huh? Say what, Jess? If Jerry Judy is available, I want him. He makes me football horny. I'll take me some Jerry Judy all day. <laughs> See, I, I, I have no, I have no problem. I have no problem with an elite athlete. That is f- falling into your lap. But the last two or three years, fellas, that has not happened. Where elite athletes fell into our lap. We went for a position need and picked the wrong guy. What do you think, Steve? Right. Cl- uh, it's 12 o'clock, Shannon. I know. I got one minute to get this out. I- yeah. <laughs> I... Th- this team just has not put a lot of – they haven't put a lot of stock in the back end of this defense. And it's it's going to be interesting to see with the new coaching staff. And I think it's a lot to do with the old coaching staff and the old defensive coaching staff that they thought everything started with pressure up front. And if you could get enough pressure, then you didn't have to worry about the back end. Well, the game's, the game's changing. The game constantly changes. There's ebbs and flows and with rules changes and everything – different positions become more valuable like you're seeing the running back position is not as valuable as the wide receiver position is now and i think you're seeing a big shift in now your secondary is is more valuable in in a lot of systems than your your front end and the pressure like you said kurt all these quick releases and everybody you know these three-step drops and one two three bam and the ball's out within three seconds so i don't know the right answer but i do think this is going to be one of the most exciting and interesting drafts we've had in recent memory just because there's so many new things at play and there's so many positions that you need usually we go into these drafts and we we've had the same coaching staff for so long you can almost you can almost tell what what they're going to do and this year I don't know if you can just because who all might be available at, at 17 who all's you know all the positions that we need help at like nothing would surprise me and it's going to be interesting to see what this coaching staff how they work with will and jerry and steven to to 
tell them what they need and try to develop this team out. So I think this is going to be super interesting, and I'm it's one of the most I'm I'm intrigued by this draft more than a draft we've had in a long, long time. So. Well, fellas, we're out of time. Matt iRobot is going to yell at us if we don't get out of here right now. So what do you say we do it again next Monday? And I, I tell you what, I promise I will start the show off next week with more enthusiasm and more energy so Jesse doesn't get mad at well, me. Well, you know what? If you can just get some wings, then maybe all of us will be excited. Maybe that's what it was. I was just grumpy because I didn't get any wings for breakfast. So... All right, Kurt. Thanks for uh, thanks for showing up, man. Jesse, Thank you, sir. thanks for Appreciate bringing it. it as always. Thank thanks for wearing a collared shirt today, Jesse. You look really I know, really right? Studious Thank you. With the, the Thank top you. Button Thank button you. Too. I like. Thank that. you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Nate, thanks for bringing it as always. Hey, Matt. I know you got Be a good. ton going on, man, at, at at home, and there's a lot. A lot you're dealing with. I just want to say personally, I appreciate all the hard work you've done to, to get these things figured out, to get them on the air, to keep them on the air. They look yes. great. They sound great. And I know Thank you've you, just been – a lot of people working from home aren't working as hard as they were when we were in the office. You're working ten times harder than you were <laughs> in the office. And you worked hard <laughs> in the office. So yep. appreciate you uh, sacrificing you. And, and doing what you're doing, man. It's, it, yep. it's great that we're still able to do this once a week. So. Chris All right, Beam, for, too. Uh, Didn't Chris, Chris Bean do a little something today? Yeah, Chris, yeah, Chris I think Chris Bean was producer. in there early, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be produce, safe, appreciate y'all. you too, Chris. Appreciate everybody that has anything early. to do with this. So, Be safe. Right. We will be back next Monday. Good seeing you fellas. Good talking to you. And we'll be back one week from today. Hanging with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!